I'm jumping in with a quick message that I've added to all HR Coffee Time episodes to let you know that my group programme, Inspiring HR, is back. In case you haven't heard of it before, it's an intensive six-week programme for mid and senior level HR and people professionals. So if you're an HR business partner, HR manager, head of HR or HR director, or the people equivalent, so a people business partner, people manager, head of people or people director, and you'd like to build your confidence, your credibility and your impact at work, Inspiring HR could be perfect for you. We get started on Wednesday the 5th of June 2024 when we'll be meeting up over Zoom for two hours every week. The group sessions are a blend of group coaching, training and facilitation. They're supportive, encouraging and practical and each week has a slightly different focus. So in week one, we look at setting yourself up for success. Week two is about boosting your confidence. Week three focuses on being strategic in your role. Week four is all about building key relationships. Week five takes a deep dive into influencing at a senior level. And the final week looks at planning for the future. There's a link with the full details in the show notes for you. Or you can learn more by going to my website, Bright Sky Career Coaching, clicking on services and then clicking on Inspiring HR Group Programme. I would love to have you join us and to get to know you throughout the programme. But if you have any questions about Inspiring HR at all, please feel free to ask by getting in touch through the website and I would be very happy to answer them for you. It's World Book Lovers Day on August the 9th, which at the time of recording this is next week. If you've been listening to HR Coffee Time for a while, you'll know that at the end of every guest episode, I ask our guest to share their top non-fiction book recommendation. And you can see all of those recommendations by looking at the show notes for each guest episode, which you'll find on my website, brightskycareercoaching.co.uk, in the resources section where the HR Coffee Time podcast episodes are stored. And as I am definitely a book lover, my reading pile on my bedside table always feels like it's a little out of control and will fall over at any moment. For something a little different this week, I thought that I would share my top book recommendations instead of having a guest share theirs. Now, to make sure that this doesn't end up being the longest podcast episode in the world ever made, I thought I'd better whittle the list down to my three favourite books to help your career that I've read this year. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, hello, it's great to have you here. I'm Faye Wallace, your host for the show, and I'm also a career coach and outplacement specialist with a background in HR, as well as being the founder of Bright Sky Career Coaching. I make HR Coffee Time especially for you every week to help you have a successful and fulfilling HR career without working yourself into the ground. If you've been listening for a little while, welcome back. I really hope you're going to enjoy today's episode. And before I dive into the main part of the show, I'd just like to take a moment to thank you if you've recently rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for me. On Spotify, you can just leave a rating, not a full review, but Apple Podcasts lets you do 
lets you do both. <laughs> I read every single review and they mean the world to me, as well as helping keeping HR Coffee Time in the podcasting charts, which means that it's more likely more people will find it and get to benefit from the free advice and tips that I share every week. So I hugely appreciate it whenever anyone takes the time to write a review for me. If you are ing or ing1973 who left me the latest review on Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. It was an absolute joy seeing it pop up on there. But for now, let's crack on and take a look at the three books I've promised to speak to you about. I've realised when prepping for this episode that there seem to be three signs that I've really loved a book. Sign number one is that the book has got multiple page corners turned over to remind me to go back and take another look at that page because there's something brilliant on it. Do you find yourself turning the pages over on your books as well or are you like my mum whose books are absolutely pristine and she would never ever do that? Sign number two is that I've put some of the advice or theory from the book into action to help my coaching clients. And sign number three is that I've bought the book not only as a paperback book or a Kindle book, but I've also bought the audio book as well because it's so good I can't put the book down. And having the audio book means I can carry on reading it while I'm doing all the boring things in life like cooking the dinner, doing the ironing or driving the car. So the first book on my list of three favourite books to help your career that I've read this year is Dare to Lead by Dr Brené Brown. I had this book recommended to me by so many people before I finally bought myself a copy. I don't know why I put off buying it for so long, probably because of that mountain of books on my bedside table that I told you about earlier. It felt like I shouldn't be adding any more to the giant pile. And this book ticks off all three signs that I've loved a book. In fact, for this book, I could probably add a fourth sign of being slightly devastated when I finished reading it because I didn't want it to end. It was so good, especially listening to the audiobook, actually, because not only is the content of the book really good, Brené has a lovely reading voice, so you get to hear her text and accent as she reads the book and shares lots of the personal stories that she's woven throughout the book to help really bring her ideas to life. And when it actually finished, so when I finished listening and reading to the book, I then found myself binge watching all of her videos that you can find online and listening to her podcast because she's got more than one podcast and has been a guest on lots of other ones. If you haven't heard of Brené Brown before and you're wondering who on earth I'm talking about, she is a professor at the University of Houston and she has masses of research backing up her theories and advice, research that she has done with her own research team. Her TED talk, The Power of Vulnerability, has been watched nearly 60 million times, so it must be one of the most popular TED talks ever made because she has that rare gift of being able to translate academic research and theories into actionable, relatable and useful ideas. No matter what stage you're at in your career, whether you're just starting out, you're in a mid-level role or you're leading a team, this book will help you. If you're in a leadership role, you will literally feel your leadership skills growing as you read every page because Brené gets to the heart of so many things that we can find challenging about work. 
stumbling blocks that stop us from feeling as happy and fulfilled in our careers as we'd like to be, or that can stop us from performing at our absolute best. If you ever find giving or receiving feedback difficult, if you've ever been accused of being a perfectionist like I have, (laughs) or you know that you have perfectionist tendencies, if you're at risk of taking on too much work, of working too hard, or perhaps if your confidence just isn't where you would like it to be and you just lack confidence in yourself and your abilities, or you want to have more of a sense of pride in your leadership skills, knowing that you're showing up as the best version of yourself for your team and helping each team member to shine while also pulling together to achieve great things, then this book is for you. I don't want to go into too much detail about her specific advice in the book. I want to save that joy of discovering all of the nuggets up to you for the first time when you read it for the first time. I was thinking of reading a short extract from the book out loud to you when I suddenly realised I'm actually not sure what the copyright law would be around that and I should probably make sure that I've contacted Brené Brown first to make sure she's happy for me to do that as I'm recording this the day before I go on holiday and it's going to be released a couple of days later. I haven't really got time for that. So forgive me for not sharing any direct quotes, but I promise you that you're going to love the book. So if you decide to get yourself a copy and read it, I'd love to hear how you get on. Please do let me know. And that brings me on to my second book recommendation. So this book is called Think Big, Take Small Steps and Build the Future You Want by Dr. Grace Lorden. And you may be thinking, "Mm, I'm sure I've heard you mention that book before, Faye. Well, I have. I mentioned it in the last episode when we were looking at ways of stopping procrastinating because I shared one of the ideas that Grace talks about in her book, which was to use a carrot or stick as a commitment device. And I shared a website that I had found out about from Grace's book, which was called stick.com, where you can actually make a commitment to give money away if you don't stick to a commitment that you've made to yourself and that you've made publicly to everyone on the website. Dr Grace Lawson is a director of the MSc in Behavioural Science and an associate professor in Behavioural Science at the London School of Economics. And what's so fantastic about this book is, well, I suppose it's the same thing as Brene Brown, really. Grace is someone who's able to teach us about theory and about research and science in a way that doesn't make you want to fall asleep and in a way that is really easy to understand. So like Brene Brown does in her book, Grace uses lots of personal stories to explain the concepts and ideas and advice that she shares with us throughout the book. The book helps you to figure out what it is you want from your career, what your goals are and how you're going to go about getting them. And also, as you've probably realised from the carrot and stick mention, it also has lots of strategies for keeping you on track. And all of those strategies are backed up by behavioural science. So again, it's not just advice based on instinct, it's very much explaining why certain things work and why it might be helpful to give them a go. This book will be a particularly good read for you if you're feeling a bit dissatisfied or unhappy with your career, if you feel like you're just drifting along in your career and it's not actually what you had hoped it to be, or if perhaps you're thinking about making a change and you don't know how to go about it. I mean, I actually think this book is helpful for 
anyone because even if you are quite happy at work and you are fulfilled and you are enjoying it there are still lots of tips that can help you enrich your experience of work right now and to feel even more fulfilled but if you are a little bit lost or confused or a bit fed up then it's definitely one that you're going to want to add to your bookshelf and again if you do decide to read it please do let me know what you think if you're thinking hmm I think that Grace Lorden's name is familiar, then that might be because <laughs> if you're connected to me on LinkedIn, I'm forever liking her posts, they're all brilliant. And she also is a regular writer for the Financial Times. She dispenses lots of career advice in there as well. That's how I first stumbled upon the book actually, because I read one of her articles for the FT and thought, this is really good, who's written this? I need to look them up. And when I looked her up, I realised that she had this fabulous book. The third and final book that I'd like to share with you today is called The Culture Map, Decoding How People Think, Lead and Get Things Done Across Cultures by Erin Meyer. And I found this book after a listener to the show got in touch to ask if I could create an episode all about working effectively with international teams, with different people based in different locations across the world. I thought I'd better do some research about this topic before inviting a guest on the show so that I'd at least know something about it as it isn't really something that I know or knew very much about. Now I had noticed the culture map recommended quite a few times online so I bought myself a copy and it sounds terrible to say this but I put off reading the book for a little while because I thought it was going to be boring. Now, I couldn't have been more wrong. It is absolutely unputdownable. If you have ever worked with anyone who is from a different culture or background to you, then there will be stories in here that you can really resonate with and little aha moments that suddenly just make absolutely loads of sense. So for me, I remember in a previous role, when I worked for a different company, instead of working for myself, I had a friend at work who was Dutch and she had this really funny sheet of A4 stapled right next to her desk and it said, what the British say, what the British mean, what the Dutch understand. So if you imagine you're looking at an A4 sheet of paper, the title is Anglo-Dutch Translation Guide and then you've got three columns. So I'll give you an example of some of the things that were written on it. <laughs> so one of the things was what the British say with all due respect. What the British mean, I think you are wrong. What the Dutch understand, he is listening to me. Here's another example. What the British say, I was a bit disappointed that what the British mean, I am very upset and angry that what the Dutch understand, it doesn't really matter. And then a final one. I wish I could read you all of them. I don't know why I'm laughing so much while I'm reading it. Okay, so I'll give you a final example. I'm sure it's my fault. What the British mean? It's not my fault. <laughs> what the Dutch understand? It was their fault. <laughs> I should probably have practiced this a couple of times so I wouldn't crack up laughing while I read it. <laughs> But anyway, so my friend had this stuck on her desk and she would point to it at various points whenever anyone was talking to her. So I remember at the time just thinking it was quite funny and just taking it as a light-hearted thing. 
but actually Erin Meyer references it in the book because there's a lot of truth behind it that we can all be speaking the same language and saying one thing but actually what someone else understands and what they take away from it is completely different to what our intended meaning is because of these subtle cultural differences that we have. So rather than having to learn in absolute detail what every single culture has that is different about it and go and live there and, and absorb the culture, what Erin Meyer has done, which is just incredibly clever, is she has come up with eight different scales. And those scales are communicating, evaluating, persuading, leading, deciding, trusting, disagreeing, and scheduling. So what she has discovered is that you can map different cultures onto these scales in different ways. So for example, let me find one that's going to be particularly helpful. Oh yes, so this is a good one. So the second scale I mentioned was evaluating. And I'm looking at the book right now if you're wondering why I might sound a bit strange. So for the evaluating scale, at one end of the scale is direct negative feedback where people in particular cultures are very happy to be very direct and they're not worried about giving negative feedback and it's not seen as rude, it's just seen as completely normal and helpful. Whereas at the other end of the evaluating scale is indirect negative feedback. So that's where someone would never give you direct negative feedback. That would be seen as very rude in their culture. Instead, they may just give you subtle hints um, if they're not particularly happy with something or if they want to be giving you feedback about anything really. It will all, it will all be very subtle. The idea is that you can then use the eight different scales to plot exactly where on them your culture falls and where the cultural preferences are or the cultural norms are of someone from another culture who is on your team and who you've got to interact with in, on a regular basis. And what you'll find is that you line up on some scales so you'll be in full alignment, whereas actually on some of the other scales there might be quite a massive difference. And it's those differences that can cause the points of tension and points of misunderstanding and potentially friction. So being aware of them means you can sit down as a team and discuss them and get everything out in the open and agree on what are going to be helpful practices working as a team going forward. So you don't just have to use the book to do this. Erin Meyer has actually got some resources on her website as well, which will help you automatically just map your entire team if you'd like to, or just map yourself. Erin Meyer is a professor at INSEAD, which is one of the leading international business schools. So just as with Brené Brown and Grace Lorden's books, all of her work and ideas are backed up with academic research, which helps give them a lot of credibility. And talking to you today about these three different books has made me realise that actually the reasons I seem to like all of them are exactly the same for all three books. So one, the person writing it is highly credible. Two, they're able to translate academic research and theories into actionable, clear and easy to understand ideas for us as a reader that we can really take away. And three, all three books use stories to help bring the ideas to life. So Erin, just as the others, has woven lots of 
brilliant stories into the book. So she draws on her own experiences of having lived and worked in all sorts of different locations across the world. And she also borrows stories from other people who have shared them with her, just to really bring home a deeper understanding of what our cultural nuances and differences can be, how not understanding each other can trip us up, and more importantly, how we can then learn how to work really effectively and harmoniously together. That brings us to the end of today's episode. As a reminder, the three books that we've looked at are Brené Brown's Dare to Lead, Grace Lorden's Think Big, and Erin Meyer's The Culture Map. I really hope that you've enjoyed the episode and if you do decide to give any of the books a try or if you've already read them, let me know what you think. If you have enjoyed the episode today, I would be really grateful if you could rate and review it in Apple or Spotify for me. That would be absolutely wonderful. In the meantime, have a lovely week and I will be back again next Friday with the next episode for you, which is a guest episode and I hope you're going to enjoy that too.